Y'all ever heard that saying where if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you? Well, it's true. (laughs) That's why it's a quote, and that's why people quote it often. Um, And that is kind of what's going to be the topic of my podcast today. So I want to welcome you guys to Tournament Talk. This is episode 11. I am super excited to have you here listening with me, and I hope that you're having a great, great day. So I wanted to reflect on my tournament the past weekend. I had a great time. I played at a beautiful facility. I felt so blessed, you guys. That I mean, gosh, the weather was perfect. I played on clay courts, which I haven't done in, honestly, since my junior year. So that was kind of uh, just like nostalgia. It was like, wow, this is just like old times. And, and um. I, you know, it was up in uh, Desert Mountain. It was up in the the mountains, and there was clay courts, hard courts, grass courts. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place. And I had a great time. The only problem was the the competition wasn't quite the way that I had hoped it would be. And this is something I kind of know when when I play a tournament in uh, the region that I'm in. It's not. It's not often the the most challenging of matches. And and I know this and I understand this. And and a big part of why I keep playing them is because they are convenient. They are easy and um just for the sake of match experience, you know, you never want to stop playing tournaments if that if your goal is to get to a certain level and succeed at that level. You want to keep challenging yourself and you want to keep competing because if you stop competing even for like a couple weeks well and this is just me even a couple weeks of not competing in a tournament I feel I I start to feel that pressure again and I start to lose that confidence if um if I jump back into a tournament after like a month of not playing one it's like those nerves come back and I hate the feeling of nerves and pressure and those come back because you know you stop practicing and you you stop putting yourself in that situation of competition that's why people people often struggle with how how they can deal with pressure how do they get over it and guys that's the that's the answer you just got to keep playing and keep putting yourself in that pressure situation until it becomes kind of a normal habit and normal feeling so that you can keep you know keep calm and relaxed and confident out there but anyway that was just kind of a side point so I'm playing this tournament and I um what was I saying yeah I was saying that I was not really as challenged as as I could be So what I want to do and what is holding me back is that I want to actually play uh, all over the U.S. And the situation I'm in right now, and, you know, this is me kind of just in my comfort zone. I've been playing the Southwest Region tournaments, and those have been uh, pretty easy peasy, you know, not too challenging, um, you know, give and take a few matches, like I'm not saying every match is just a walkover, but it was, um, you know, it wasn't the, it wasn't necessarily the competition and match play experience that's going to get me to that next level, if you know what I mean, and I feel that I get more of that competition and level when I go off to California, where I am comfortable going to California, because I can drive there. It's about six hours from where I'm at, and 
I am completely happy to make that drive once or twice a month to get some good competition and go play in California. What I'm realizing now in the uh, ranking system and, and how everything works is that those tournaments are great and it gives me some good matches out there, but the problem is is that they are not necessarily giving me the ranking points that I need to get into the pro circuit events. So right now I'm at that level where it's like, okay, I got to get into these pro circuit events. I can't make them in there because I don't have any type of national ranking. So I got to I got to play a lot of national tournaments. And what's been holding me back from doing that? Well, money's a big one as it always is for many people. But um you know, there's there's a ton of things. It's like, okay, the uncertainty of going out to another state. Uh, where am I going to stay? Um, you know, am I going to be able to afford if my husband can come? Because that would be great. Um, and not, not necessarily like going out alone. It's not the funnest thing. Um, and and just, you know, it's kind of a scary thought. Like, what if what if I make all this effort and I and I go out to let's say Georgia or something, play a national event and then, you know, like just lose first round and then it's like okay, well, that was a waste of money, because <laughs> I just spent this uh, large chunk to go and maybe potentially just lose right off the bat because I know playing in national events the competition is a lot harder, which is great. It's exactly what I want. It's exactly what's going to challenge me and make me a better player and um you know the fact of the matter is is I have to get over all of these internal fears and I have to just jump and I have to go for it if there's something in your life that you want and you know you need to do something to get to that next level you have to challenge yourself you have to make things hard on yourself because that's the only way you're going to grow. Like the quote says, if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. So if you want to be the same player that you are right now, uh, keep doing what you're doing. You know, um, Stay comfortable. Keep playing with the same people. Um, you know... Don't change anything about, you know, how often you train or, or you know, how often you go out and compete. You know, don't make those changes because when you don't make those changes, then you're comfortable. So yay for staying comfortable. Psych. No, you don't want to stay comfortable. I know, honestly, if you're living a life where you're constantly uncomfortable because you're challenging yourself... That is making you so much stronger and so much better of a player or, you know, a person or whatever you're you're trying to achieve in life, right? You have to go for what's a little bit more difficult, you know, to acquire. And so I know as a player that I need to I need to get out there more, you know. And there's nothing wrong with doing what's convenient for, you know, here and there or a little bit for, um, I mean, know your limits, but also know that, that there's something that you need to do to make a change and you need to make that change and you need to do that. So for me, based on what I maybe can afford is maybe 
I can go to a national tournament once every two months, maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked at all the budgeting yet. But that is what is, it's scary to change. It's scary to go out in to unknown territories and, and see how how I can compete. But that's if that's what's going to get me to that level that I want to get to, then that's exactly what I need to do. So this is just your little pump up advice and a little reflection off of my my tournament this weekend. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I had fun and I learned a couple things and that is always a great thing. Um, I won my singles tournament. I won the mixed doubles tournament and that's always fun. It's fun winning. But, you know, honestly, sometimes uh, I feel like I like challenge myself and I learn more when I lose because and, you know, that's what helps me kind of reflect and it's a little bit easier to tell like okay well what could I have done better it's easier to do that when you lose when you win it's a little bit harder to be like okay well uh, what could I have done better and you know I won in uh, the finals of this tournament and uh, you know I did learn some things so it's not always just a, a walk in the park I it was a fun match it was a good match and I it was kind of eye-opening um the thing that I learned was uh Gosh, my first serve percentage really needs to get better. <laughs> um, you know, and um I gave a, a webinar recently on on five ways and strategies you can use to win your next tennis match. And I I urge you guys to go listen to that because it's awesome advice. I'm not gonna tell you this one tip, but um it was basically an eye opener for me because I didn't listen to my own advice until I finally did this one match and I was like oh yeah gosh why am I (laughs) you know practice what you preach kind of thing so uh definitely you guys you need to challenge yourself get out there do what make do what's harder because that's what's going to make you stronger and better and you know you know that this is what you need so go and go make a change make a change for the better and that's all I got for you guys today. If you want to see this uh, webinar I was talking about where I talk about five strategies to beat your next opponent, it is awesome. And um, I did pretty amazing at my presentation. I'm not going to lie. I urge you guys to go to webinar.ripittennis.com. So um, uh, if you type that in, I believe you got to do HTTPS forward slash, forward slash, the colon thing. You know what I'm talking about. Webinar.ripittennis.com. And you guys can listen to that. And super duper exciting because it is um, basically what I use often. And when I listen to my own advice, it works very, very well. And that's how you can come out with some wins. So you guys uh, challenge yourself. Have an awesome week, have an awesome day, and do not forget to share this with your buddies, your tennis friends, and anybody that you think might benefit from it. I am excited to uh, present this episode to you guys, and I will catch you guys on the flippity-flop. Bye!